0: What does
1: Zeitgeist mean? Motherfucker, like, it's the spirit of the times. Is that what it is? Yes, Zeit is time. Zeit Geist is, time. is spirit. Oh, zeitgeist. Time fuck. spirits.
0: All right, so if I say... So do you want a Zeitfost or a Geistfost?
1: Yeah, Zeitfost. I like Chrono Trigger. I want one in each
0: hand. Yes! Okay! <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I'm I'm just saying... I'm just saying I want Zeitgeist to go away. It's...
1: You want... Okay. Group, stop liking things at the same time. Y'all gotta like thing in vacuum. Never enjoy anything that you didn't discover independently. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. Welcome to Lico Studios Podcast Freeware Game Review number one hundred. Ib and off It's been a while since we've been here. Yeah. Uh, like, there's been two episodes in the meantime. I did one with uh, Nick, a.k.a. Druza. Uh, oh, the cloud. Yeah, uh, yeah. we talked a little bit about um, E3. And Is then, it really
1: pronounced like that? Uh, no. Okay. Um,
0: I did finish uh, Fist of the North Star. It seems pretty aggressive. Since the last recording. If you always got to um, introduce yourself as Druza. But it it makes an impression. I guess. Did an episode about teamwork with George Albor from the Experience Points podcast at experiencepoints.net. Um, my suggestion was taken uh, by the podcast Wait You Haven't Seen, and I was the one who made them watch Escape from New York. Oh, nice. And they pimped uh, our podcast, so hey, go listen to Wait You Haven't Seen. They're, it's one dude who's seen all the movies, the other dude who hasn't seen any movies, and they force him upon him. It's pretty good. They watch Commando.
1: They watch Escape from New York. Are they going to watch Escape from L.A.? Uh, no. I I gave them the choice. Okay. Um, I mean, they're not going to do, like, a sequel next year or something?
0: They might. I don't know. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, like, where they're pulling. Kind of what they pull from is just, like, they'll watch a movie and it says whatever Netflix suggests to watch next. Oh, okay. That's kind of the way they'll do it sometimes.
1: Um, <clears throat> Has dude, like, literally seen every movie? Like, that never fails?
0: No, but there's been, like, one where they did it backwards, because one what? dude saw it and the other guy didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're on Twitter, a way
1: you haven't seen, but we're not listening to that podcast right now. I don't know. The Escape from L.A. The New York episode's probably pretty good. It was. That dude was a Duke of New York. Have you seen Lockout yet? Nope. You should. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yep. They escaped from space. Ah, oh. The president's daughter is lost in space. See... Danger, danger! The president's daughter.
0: I was playing Kerbal Space Program, trying to escape for Kerbal and get to space.
1: How's that going for you?
0: It's hard. Yeah, I make a lot of parab
1: shoots. A lot of parabolic shoots. I launches flights.
0: The bollock is in your mind.
1: I mean, have you mind bollocks? Have you gotten like a like a successful stable orbit? No. Oh, okay. No, I haven't. Go straight up and turn a bit. <coughs> yeah. yeah, then point yourself at the horizon and burn. Yep. Working on it. Okay. <sighs> Kerbal Space Program is a really good game. Yeah, it's real good. You all imp- should have checked it out on the Steam sales like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. Or you could be like, pro like me, I bought that game from him like a year ago. We, direct from the manufacturer,
0: are entering into a terrible era. Yeah? And we are going to face the most challenging opponent of all. Oh, fuck, what's that? The Times. Snake hey, Morris Day? Yeah.
1: Huey Lewis. Morris Ghost? <gasps> Mortis Ghost?
0: Mortis Geist. Wait, MD Geist. The most dangerous ghost. Because he died that one time. They all died again. All right, now we're losing it. All right. <clears throat> this is a podcast. Yes, it is. Do we want to, in this little, before we're done catching up, do we want to address the death of Ryan Davis?
1: <laughs> um. I mean, I, I suppose it would be good to say something about it
2: yeah
1: since we last recorded um ryan davis died mm-hmm. um as i said he was a tremendous man and a bit of a podcast hero yeah uh, just he was a great example of I, I don't know what he was just a tremendously
0: he was a personality yeah he, he was earnest yeah. And, like, he, had, he, when they say that whatever, it doesn't matter what you enjoy as long as you enjoy it earnestly, he was living that.
1: Yeah, he...
0: Because he, he liked some stuff that was, like, genuinely dumb, but he liked it earnestly.
1: And it was just... It's amazing to see someone just sincerely enjoy something so much. Yeah. And he was really good at getting that sense across to people.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those things Just like... Like when the news came out, like it stopped my week. it was it hit me harder than I thought it ever could, yeah, I guess for like a man who was just on this podcast, I listened to, yeah, um, but it's like but then, like the immediate outpouring of everyone caring like to me, that makes it not sad, like hmm. it is a loss, it is tragic, but the saddest thing is for something to go away and for it to be forgotten and just like the impact that that man left through his personality and like his writing and the podcast and everything he did like there is no person who knew of ryan davis who will forget him Mm. and so that like that's what makes me okay with it just like all right like okay he is living on in many ways in ssx tricky ghost data yep Probably the saddest thing I thought was just like the ballad of Jeff Gersman for that period especially like when you sort of piece it together that like like Ryan died on the 3rd mm. and that was Wednesday before a 4-day weekend of that Thursday through Sunday Yeah yeah Jeff was the last one in the office that night and the first one to hear the news Oh and then just, like, to be, like, the first one to know, the last one there, and then just have to be sort of, like, and, like, at least, like, from, like, a, a public standpoint, just, like, like that happened, and then the weekend, and then just, like, that Monday when they said it, the first thing that happened was, like, Jeff went into Ryan's wiki page, inserted a death field with the date, and quit back out. And then that was it until the next Ugh. day when they did that podcast.
1: Fuck. Yeah.
0: Like, that's... But they're doing stuff again.
1: Yeah. And that's good.
0: Yeah. And, like... It's... Maybe I'm terrible. But I think it's interesting to, like, follow their progression now. Because, like, it was from Giant Bomb that I was like, alright. To have, like, a media, like, community folk Like, to have, run a website like they're trying to run it, mm-hmm. you need, like, four things. You need, like, a face... A knowledge, like a director, and an editor, which they had like those four things. And like Jeff was the knowledge and Ryan was the, the face. He was the personality. Mm. He's the dude you put on the front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. And like like in the podcast, like whenever Ryan was out, Jeff always had this style of hosting that was like, all right, the parents are out of town. Let's burn everything down. Mm. Um, And that was always great. Does not hold up on your week to week. And it's, like, either he's going to have to, like, pick up on actually being able to, like, steer a conversation, or it's going to get weird. Although, actually, I've noticed Brad has been perking up more and just being, like, intruding on conversations more, like, with his own viewpoint, and Vinny is actually pretty good at that.
1: I mean, there's just space to fill now, I imagine you're going to see, you know... A
0: lot more G.I. Joe talk,
1: I guess. Yeah, a lot of, like, Transformers (laughs) shit. I learned about Headmasters. Yeah. What a bizarre concept. Yeah.
0: Sounds all right, though. I would have bought that when I was a kid. So dumb. Um, And then just also, like, I thought that it might change the podcast off of Tuesday just to be, like, then we don't have to say, hey, everyone, it's Tuesday. But he has very specifically, I believe, when he does an intro, he says, hello, everyone, it is Tuesday. Just slightly different, but I swear he's every time he said it, he said it that way. with that says something. Mm. So anyway,
1: all right. So um, yeah, are we
0: going to talk about a game now? Yeah, Let's so talk about some
1: goddamn games. So this is an episode many weeks in the. Um, not really works, just in sort of the hanging, like the sword of Damocles. That's because uh,
0: because you got to make money, right?
1: Yeah, and like, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've been working, and we've just kind of... Nick's been working, we kind of fell out of fashion of this thing. But we've been wanting to talk about two games for a while that we played a while back. Two independently produced RPGs. Yep. Ib and Off. Right. Now, you've played Ib, and I haven't.
0: Yeah, okay. So let's uh, start talking
1: about Ib. Ib is cool. Okay, good. (laughs) Put it in the can. Ib... Write it on the back of the box. Uh, (laughs) Ib...
0: So, like, both of these are interesting.
1: Uh, it,
0: just, there's, there's just this sort of scene of, like, RPG studio game maker RPGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vaguely it,
1: surreal, kind of creepy, mysterious sorts of games.
0: Yeah. It, I mean,
1: you you put
0: out enough stuff, some of it's going to be good. Law of averages. And so, like, ibn Off are, like two that got some popularity mm-hmm. and i'd like to think that these games are getting popularity because there's things we're talking about in them that's mm-hmm. not how popularity works but let's continue um ib like, like the story of ib is not too deep it works well enough you are a girl uh, your fam- your family visits uh, a museum mm-hmm. the uh, there's like a sp- art uh, a single artist is the exhibit in the museum. As you're going around, you sort of get sucked into this altered world, kind of Silent Hill-like, and then the uh, in an altered world where the spirit of the artist, which an artist imbues into his art, has sort of, you know, taken over, brought these arts okay. to life, and it's sort of running around, putting you in danger, and you're sort of having to deal with it. It's, it continues with that sort of Silent Hill thing, because there is sort of like a thematic, you know... The sort of like the themes that were in that dude's art become the themes of this world, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of cool.
1: Manifested like monsters, yes. Okay,
0: uh, just like monsters and weird scenery, and there's a there is a bit more to it concerning like the nature of the spirit of art. Mm. Um, but that sort of gets into uh, spoilery stuff, so we'll leave that be. That that is a good discovery. That is uh, like there's not a lot of world building. But, you know, if, if you're somebody who is interested in the concept of muses and stuff, it is an hmm. interesting little bit of world building. They do a good job of showing it. Um, there are multiple characters, which I, going into it, was not expecting. Like multiple playable characters? Yes. The, the First of all, there's like, you know, you get sucked into a world of art, and there are other people in there who have, you know. Oh. In it. Other people from the real world who you meet in there. Okay. Um, and then one of them does become playable. And that was sort of interesting. It becomes like a, a cookies and cream kind of, you know, back and forth mechanics, okay. puzzle solving kind of. So,
1: and that's. Simultaneous co op, puzzle solving.
0: Kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's what I think is sort of most interesting about IB is that there is no combat in IB. Okay. Um, there's no, like, it's an RP- it's an RPG. In a sense, but
1: it's... In that it was made in RPG Maker 2003 or whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, But, you know, there's no line fighting. There's kind of combat, but it's kind of just, you know, use pick up this item, use it on that item over there. And it's that is sort of their extent of combat. Okay. Um, There's a lot of evasion. So, you know, if you just get, you know, if you get touched by a wandering enemy, you just lose some health. Um, And so there is tension. You can be hurt. There are fail states. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but it ends up being a lot of puzzle solving a lot of interesting things, a lot of playing around with uh <clears throat> not exactly you know non Euclidean geometry, but like you know you go through an area you examine everything, you go do something when you come back to the area, like things have changed for the better or the worse or mm-hmm. for the scarier
1: to be uh, <laughs> sort of reduction-y about it. we're talking like Zelda style dungeoneering?
0: Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, but there's there's no there's no action to it. Okay. So you know there's no it, it, you know all the puzzles end up being like you know what order do I press the buttons in? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> which of these buttons should I press and which should I not? Um, which you know the in a very mechanical sense that's what it is and that's why it feels more like an RPG and I don't want to no. you know if, if you make the Zelda reference you get this feeling like oh it can kind of be an action game it's absolutely not it's, okay. It is exploring. It is simple. It is, do you want to push this button?
1: Yes, no. And then you're you're learning about the puzzles through, like, books or something?
0: There's a lot of books. There's a lot of things to read. There's, uh, you know, buttons are not always buttons. Sometimes buttons are mannequin heads, which can or cannot be shoved onto the floor. Uh, crests? I believe there are some crests. There's, you know... Multiple colored things you need to collect a bunch of. Uh, I don't think there's any, like, combining things in your inventory, but um, there's also uh, there's also multiple endings, which this hmm. is something that I wasn't even, like, aware of how they did it. There's a lot of, uh, I want to say there's, like, at least four endings, hmm. which have to do with uh, a number of, the guide I was reading described them as, like, relationships key moments okay uh so like there are certain chances when you get to talk with people and like the more you talk with them little things about like you know uh so the dude you're hanging out with like he takes his coat off and like leaves it on the floor and you're hanging out there for a while so it matters whether you pick up the coat and give it to him pick up the goat and keep it or don't pick up the coat by the time you leave that room he will have gotten his coat back but it's a question of like whether you do it for him huh. whether you take it and he has to ask you for it back about how many times you talk to him um, and like it, it becomes this weird thing where like you have to look at it as like a matter of characters because it's sort of mm. written that way it's like even though it's very gamey and it's just like you know talk to him eight times during this segment but you know that means there's eight different pieces of dialogue and mm. because these dialogues are coming out it cascades the effect of how they react to you later on. Um, the game's not very long. I beat it in, like, two sittings, so it's maybe about two hours, if that. All right. Um,
1: to, mul- to reach <laughs> one ending.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, the There are multiple endings. If you want to go back and get those, there's a bonus dungeon, which I was having trouble getting. Maybe I was getting the wrong ending. Mm. Um, is it the
1: sort of thing where, you know, one particular ending is considered true or is it just, like, there are many possibilities of, you know...
0: No, it's it's sort of, like, good and bad endings. I don't believe there is an IB2. Okay. So it's not, like, you need anything for continuity. Uh, I think a bunch of the endings get you to very similar outcomes. Mm. Uh, like, there are multiple ones where you get out of the museum, but mm. just, like, under different circumstances. Uh, but, it, uh, and, yeah, like, it... it it's it's It was really interesting to play through just to see, like, what you do when you're building an RPG and you're not going to rely on line fighting. Because mm. just, like, you know, what do you make into characters? What do you do with characters? What kind of puzzles do you do? There's a lot of things about just, like, you know, when you examine everything, some things will sort of question you and they will just hurt you if you give the wrong answer. So, which huh. seems kind of really punishing, but it's not like, you know, there is HP and there is chances to, you know, Get health back, so it's like you can get hurt. It's, it's sort of like it's it it and it, it's enough to give you a sense of like this is a bad world. This is a world that will hurt you just because yeah, yeah. you are. This were is curious.
1: a potentially dangerous place. Yeah, but, but it doesn't do it by like interrupting your you know your proceeding every ten steps or whatever.
0: Yeah, and, and it's just like it, it is it is harmful, but it's not punishing. Like I was never like it never feels cheap or anything. Mm. Um, if anything, like. Learning what is bad for you, it presents that in a way that makes it fun. Like, Hmm. it is exploration, it is learning, and it is learning what is good and what is bad. It's not just, you know, you want to make sure you get every Wyvern Shard or whatever.
1: Wyvern Shards? I don't know. Fury Fragments. That
0: sounds like a Jarp thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ask Jesse about it. He'll He'll tell you exactly how many Wyvern Shards you need to summon Doom Train. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That one
0: got pretty popular. There's fan art about it. What what is the art style of it like? Um, you know, it,
1: it you know if it's it's based in a museum in like a world of artistic spirit and whatnot.
0: There's a, a couple of interesting. Maybe there's like two interesting art pieces. A lot of the art seems like it's uh, not professional. Okay trying to find a kind way of saying it's not great okay it's like it's like i've been drawing anime for two years and i'm in high school kind of levels um but it's not it's not bad you know things look unique things look good at some point the style of art becomes a plot point Mm. uh you know not universally but at least in the environment um there's nothing too a lot of like the art pieces they'll say like you know like you look at a the you know, an eight pixel thing on the wall and it comes up with a text description of what the piece is. Okay. Um it does a lot of that rather than just showing it to you. Mm. The times when it does show it to you, it's usually because there's uh some sort of puzzle to be solved with it. Okay. Um it gets the job done. Uh like I s like I said, it is they do a good job uh, like I guess they do a good job of saying it's a museum because like there are paintings hanging on the wall everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um
1: well, I mean, it is a, a warped perspective of an alternate universe museum or whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, the art is enough to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not why you're playing it. The, the fact that they can, you know, make characters that stand apart from each other and they there's a certain thematic consistency mm. to to some of the art used. But um, just like their work with the characters and, you know being clever about what's going on like there's there's a lot of things going on Mm. and like the art is just good enough so that you can tell things apart and that's it'll get you through okay yeah
1: anything notable in the music department
0: uh not really uh a lot of i want to say there was a, a decent amount of like creepy sound work you know pirate ship noises creaking and just throwing you off
1: rattling chains
0: yeah not quite so ghostly boo but you know Skittering, I believe there was some skittering. Ugh. Just things that like spider webs, especially early on. Like the it the, the world gets more uh, skewed mm. as, as you play through, and like senses of space and where you are, and go real wacky. But at first, they do a good job of just like like yeah, everything's a bit darker, and you know, clearly things are a bit different. Mm. But you know, then they start to play with just putting you, you know, they they do a good job of putting you off-ease with, like, you know, extending lengths of hallways just long enough and, like, putting <laughs> yeah. just, you know, just out of sight there was a creaking sound effect or something like that. They they do a pretty good job of setting that atmosphere.
1: All right. Um, yeah. Because I know a, a lot of the games that, you know, seem to, to have this sort of popularity, um, they, they generally have, like, a somewhat scary or, you know, just sort of surrealistic bent to them. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like Yume Nikki, or uh, what is it, Blue Oni, Mm. and what have you. I I think by the end, it does start to get a a
0: very Yume Nikki kind of feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more grounded. Like, Mm. from what I recall of that game, I didn't play too much of it. Um, Yume Nikki? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of of wandering.
0: It was a lot of wandering, and it was very disjointed. Mm. Uh, Like, there is definitely, like, a, a progression to the environment and the themes Mm. in Ib. Ib is is the girl's name, by the way, and I don't know where that comes from.
1: Uh, The Iberian Peninsula. Okay. She looks Iberian. (laughs) (laughs) The viewer at home can't see, but Nick is making a face like he's... uh, Like the dog caught with the goldfish in his mouth. Dogs eat the goldfish? The cat. I don't know. The dog that ate the goldfish
0: is the name of our upcoming radio mystery series. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Out of... Hmm. Any questions? Out of a possible s- seven boon spangles... Mm-hmm. How spangled with boons would you say this game is? Ooh, it's
0: like a decent five. All right, yeah. Like it, like it, it's not. It's not too long. It's not too great. But they do some like, like if you know what an RPG is, like.
1: I'm gonna stop you here. Okay, it's not too great. <laughs> That's your. That's the rap line on the review. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like one of those things,
0: you know. Yeah. (laughs) Going back to the phrase, it's not professional. Like, you can see, like, like, there's a lot of parts of this game that's, like, just enough to get the job done. Mm. Um, But there are, like, both in playing with, like what you do when you're playing an RPG and what, like, those, like, mechanical tropes of an RPG are about Mm. menu-driven and pushing buttons to solve puzzles. Like, they do interesting things with that, and they do a pretty good job of creating characters and creating... um... Like, it's it's this weird thing, Like, like, the art isn't really the best, the sound isn't really the best, but they do a great job of creating like an atmosphere atmosphere with it. Yeah. Mm. Like, like they understand something about atmosphere that is separate from like what we generally consider to be the tool set for it. Mm. So like, it may not be that great if I'm going to use those words again, but it's worth playing through. Like this is an experience that like you will probably enjoy it. Mm. And at the very least it'll make you think. Okay. Like it, it'll make you re- if if you know if you if you have a thing to expect, if you say it is an RPG maker game, it'll give you a couple of things to think on about that.
1: All right. Um who made who made Ib? Where can you get Ib? Is it like an originally English language game? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> you can find it by going to Leakus dot net slash podcast and looking in the show notes for this episode. Okay. There will be a link there trying to make this easy for y'all. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to make it difficult for you. You want to fight? You want to go? Got anything you want to intermission about um, <laughs> while we're in the intermission?
0: I don't know. Formula D is really good.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, You've my, been making tracks for Formula D.
0: I'm surprised that Rainbow Road one worked. Hmm. Um, nobody made sixth gear, but Jill took three straights in fifth gear, which I thought was mathematically going to be
1: impossible. <laughs> So she that's She do cool. pretty incredibly.
0: Um, and yeah, I just finished that F-Zero one. It's sitting upstairs.
1: Yeah, I'd love to give that a try sometime. Yeah.
0: Um, I play with Caitlin's brother a lot. Yeah. Like when when we're in the same room when I go up there, like we'll generally just sit down and just like that is our moving hands because what else are we going to do kind of game. All right. We'll just take like two to five cars each and just play. <laughs> that's a decent way to play. Yeah, yeah. It goes real fast when just it's just like two people. We know what we're doing. Let's yeah. just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Um, but yeah, I want to, I just, I'm going to try to do like four or five tracks each from Mario Kart and F-Zero on the SNES. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to try to release just like a big pack.
1: Do you have Um. any, like any particular ones in mind? I know we were joking about Big Hand the other day. Um,
0: I want to do Silence from F-Zero. Got to do a Mute City. Mm -hmm. Um, Mario Kart, got to do a Bowser's Castle, got to do a, uh...
1: Like, Ooh. what was the the beach on the SNES Mario Kart? Cheap, Cheap, cheap Beach? Cheap, Cheap Beach?
0: Koopa maybe, Beach? Very could be either of those. I don't know Koopa.
1: if that's actually a good track, but I remember it. Yeah.
0: Um, could even do, like, a bonus one, like a, a Luigi Circuit from, like, a Double Dash. Mm.
1: Um, or a Ghost House, maybe. Double
0: Dash is weird. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I, we need to get our hands on a copy of that game, because, like... Was that Wii or GameCube? That was GameCube.
1: Okay. I want to try the tag mode. Yeah. Because, what? Like, That's like, like one person drives, one person controls power-ups. And you can swap. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, like, that seems to be the most unique
0: thing that that game brought to Mario Kart. Because mm-hmm. um, like, besides that, the only thing having two people really does is uh, gives you the ability to have two items and... Mm-hmm. Characters do have, like, power-up affinities.
1: Because your, your handling in that game isn't based strictly on the character. It's based on the cart, right? Y- yes. Okay.
0: Like, I, b- I believe there is sort of, like, a total weight hmm. um, that is determined by the combination of the characters you pick, and that's what determined your cart, which determined your stats. Okay.
1: Um, but it's not like you could swap out, you know, you could have... DK in the driver's seat and dry bones on the back, and then swap out and suddenly handle like a light guy. Yeah, no, that's not what happens. Yeah, that would be weird. And that's not when they introduced bikes, right? That was the next one? That was the first one on the Wii? Yes, that was the Wii one. There have been two on the Wii now, right? No. I thought there have been.
0: There's one on the Wii, and they're coming out with Mario Kart 8, which is going to be on the Wii U. Huh. Okay. Which their gimmick is anti-grav section. So you know F Zero because I guess they never want to revisit F Zero because they're assholes.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing that trailer. Yeah, and it was just like, oh yeah, cart turns into a plane. How about cart turns into an upside down hovercraft?
0: So now <laughs> F Zero and Diddy Kong Racing just need to mash up to oh challenge it. Oh, My God! All right, I'm back in. Okay, I'm back into video games.
1: Well, st- if we're back into video games, I've got one we could talk about. All right, what are you, what, what are you bringing? This is a game that was brought to my attention some time ago by <clears throat> um, Internet Cool Guy Boot, oh. Tade. Oh, yeah. Akabuchon. Yeah. If you're close, like we are. Like we are booze. <laughs> Sorry? Excuse? Um, go on. What's up?
0: No, go keep Steady on.
1: All right. Uh and that is the game Off by Mortis Ghost. Um another RPG maker game. Uh this one originally made in French, uh, as I believe Mortis Ghost is a French Canadian man. Yeah. Um it is uh it is a strange game. Um Yeah. Okay, but like there are things
0: like this game. Has like an interesting turns by the end. Yes. Um. I wanna, but I want to have some talk about like the nature of the strangeness of this game. But that mm. goes into spoiler territory. So I'm thinking, let's talk about like let's set some ground rules first. Okay. And then
1: move on into full discussion.
0: Well, I- I'm just saying, like, let's talk about like let's introduce people to it and tell okay. them why this is worth playing. And then we'll save all that discussion for after the outro.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, so in Off, you play as a person called the Batter, who is... Well, you are you. Yeah, right. Actually, yeah, you are you, and you control the Batter. Yeah. Um, you are
0: working together on a mission.
1: Yeah. The, the Batter actually, he, he addresses you and tells you how to control his body. And once you two <laughs> have become acquainted, you assist the Batter in traveling between the four zones, five zones of the world... <sighs> Five zones, I believe? And purifying them of the spirits that reside there. Yeah. Because he's on a quest.
0: Yeah, to purify the land.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you go between these areas that each, like, have a big... You know, they have a boss fight at the end, and you're exploring sort of strangely a a, a very... a strange world that is revealed to you piece by piece as you go along through conversations with the inhabitants thereof. Yeah. Have you played a video game before? I, I haven't um, played video games. But in, in sort of very both broad strokes and weird minutiae, you're told about the world. Mm. Um, like you're told about such things as the four elements that sort of compose the world, just as ours is composed of four elements. Uh, but these are smoke, plastic, meat, And metal. Yes. (laughs) Um, And how they're gathered by the people who live there so that the world can continue existing. Yep. Like in the smoke mines. Where you mine smoke and then you bottle it. Um, Because without smoke, no one would be able to breathe. Right. Um, The farms where metal is produced by digging it out of cows. Yeah, you split them right in half. The fountains where meat pours out into the world. Yeah. And like the massive postal facility where... Parcels full of plastic come in from somewhere. Yeah,
0: it it is a bizarre world. Um. Yeah, it is constructed in strange ways. Like, if there is a theme to off, just like right out the bat, it is things are weird. Yeah, it is, it is things are are off. <laughs>
1: hmm. That hmm. let's hmm. let's go with that and let people believe that that's the significance of the title yeah um so you're you're traveling in this very surreal world um Uh,
0: but also like the the art style Mm. um
1: the music is the the sound design in this game is like kind of incredible
0: that battle music which sounds like a malfunctioning gramophone yeah like it the, the like the art style where like everyone is like generally doesn't have pupils. And then there are monsters?
1: Yeah, I didn't notice the first time that the batter has too many eyes? He does? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Okay. <laughs> the batter has more eyes than you might think. All right, all right. Um and and back to the sound, just the the fucking that that sort of tinnitus buzz yeah. right after a battle ends when the music just stops and there's just that, that hum yeah, is like that. That gave me chills every time.
0: Like, it's, it's, it's weird. Like you can go get the soundtrack for off. Yeah. I cannot tell you when you would listen to it. No. Like I enjoy it. I am glad that I have it. It is like this thing in a glass case. Like this is a soundtrack for off. Be cautious.
1: <laughs> T- Take care in how you use this thing. It is great. Um, yeah, and the, the art is all, it's completely back and black and white. These sort of, like, the, dilapidated s- pencil sketches. Yeah, like, the sprites are black
0: and white, and then all of, like, the backgrounds and environments are just, like, hard splotches of color. Yeah. And, j- okay.
1: Like, it's like, there is a palette, and for each area, it's basically a color. And the color of the borders between things, which is black. Yeah. Um, Some of those ghosts look real friendly. Some of the ghosts look real friendly. Some of the ghosts, like, just go, ah, ah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Some of the, like, then sometimes you fight, like, (laughs) I don't even want to say, because the reveal of that boss is, like, just really skin-crawly. Just, oof.
0: And then sometimes, like, like all the residents are just, like, kind of sketchy and look kind of bad. But they're kind of adorable. They all kind of go, like, ah. Like, that is just their stage. They're just, like,
1: we're existing. And they're kind of cute. Like, they're kind of. I. <laughs> they, 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 they... I felt really bad for them because they all seem neurotic. I would not yeah. say that the sound they make is, like, ah. Like, it's kind of a strangly gasp. I think, like, it's kind of a raspy, just... (sighs) Yeah.
0: Listen, man. But, like, they also, like, a lot of them just sort of, like, live their lives. And the, the whole, like, theme park section, which most of it is closed down because there was too much excitement.
1: Yeah, it's okay. They closed down the old roller coaster because it was too scary. But they have the new roller coaster now, which is fine. And I don't want to tell you what the new roller coaster is because it's hilarious. Yeah. And it's also hilarious when you get your pictures after riding it. Yeah. Um, But, like, they all exist in these, like, really bizarre institutional contexts. Yeah. All of those guys, like, they're all employed in the smoke mines or, like, being controlled by their addiction to sugar and stuff. It's this weird thing where it's just, like, like the world is like seems to be
0: like a system like it's yeah dy- it's
1: it 's a very regimented like
0: you can look at it just as like this is a dystopia, yeah, but like it is a dystopia that you i don 't know maybe that gets into the discussion, but it's like, it 's like yeah no it's like you look at those elements and it 's just like i don 't know how these elements came to be yeah. the elements,
1: nothing really like. You can't look at the system of how that world is put together with like the different zones and how the materials move between them and stuff, and see how it got there. Like it just is that, Mm -hmm. which is fitting considering, like they just call them revelations about the nature of the world towards the end of the game.
0: Yeah, like like you're just like you're just exploring it, but then at some point, like you just like. Everything here feels like really constructed. Yeah. Considering that two of the elements are plastic and metal. I
1: mean, yeah. Um, there's also the in-between zone. Like instead of a, an overworld map, there's just kind of like this one square map where you like you walk your little dude between the little glowing points that are the zones. And there's nobody, just like, like call it the
0: darkness or the void or something. Uh, yeah. yeah. And there's
1: just like faint whispering and scratching in the background. <sighs> yeah. I couldn't stay there the first time I went there. Can we talk about Zachary for a moment? Sure. So there, there's actually like only a handful of named characters in the game. There is the batter. There's you. Uh, there's a cat named the Judge. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: believe he has a brother who has a name.
1: Yeah. Uh, sh- what was his name? George? Judge Maybe. George? There's Dedan and Enoch and Japheth and the brother cat whose name is... I forget. Yep. Uh, but there's also Zachary, who kind of acts as the merchant for the game. Yeah. Um. He's always where you need to be. Like he's he's always where he needs to be in relation to you. He's always there for you. He kind of follows you around. And is kind of a smartass. Yeah. He acknowledges uh, that he's not the only person that acknowledges that you're playing a game, but he does it with just a real shittiness. Yeah. Like. At one point, you meet him on top of this this massive skyscraper, and he's just like, wow, look at the view out there. It would be really impressive if you, like, forgot that you were just playing a video game. Yeah. The dude's kind of a shithead. Yeah.
0: And, like, then he just... But he's one of the characters that people seem to love. I don't know why.
1: Yeah. Seen a lot of weird shipping art with him. Yeah. Which is weird considering there's like six characters in that game or whatever.
0: Yeah. There's pedalos.
1: There are pedalos. Which apparently just is like the British term for, for a pedal boat. A pedal boat, yeah. yeah.
0: Like that's not some.
1: <laughs> there's a large sequence of this game where you do puzzles um, involving paddle boats and meat fountains.
0: Yeah. Oh, meat fountains.
1: The. <clears throat> There's not music in that area, but there's just sort of a running slurfy sound. Yeah,
0: there's a, a a definitive gurgly, a flowing gurgle, if you will. Yeah. Ugh. Um But all right, it's weird. Why like what why is the reason to play this
1: game? I the the way that it it reveals the the system of the world to you um through just sort of interactions with characters that expect that you understand how it works Mm. um, through there. There's a large section of a a library with like semi uh, like degraded books that you're kind of piecing together. Um, If I recall correctly, like some of them are in English and some of them are in French they may have been some of them in English and some of them in French in the original version. Mm. Like, I don't know if those were translated. Yeah. Um, the There is combat in this game. It's not much to write home about. Mm. Um, I, I played the game using auto battle almost
0: entirely. Oops. The yeah. only time that I turned off the auto battle mode was because auto does not um, understand to use powers to heal. Yeah. So... Like, in boss battles, when I needed to heal, that is the only time I was not in auto.
1: It's kind of cool how, like, if the combat system were more interesting, it it would be better. But it was kind of cool how they split up the abilities between the various characters you have. You don't actually, you never get any, like, real named characters aside from the batter. But you do eventually get a party of four via add-ons. Yeah. Which are these sort of, like, ghostly halos. That which, follow you around? Which I I like
0: that. Like, I like the idea that, like, in, like, the classic RPG sense of just, like, you have a party. But it's like, no, like, your party is all just you and, like, units that become an expansion of yourself. Like, yeah. Like, mechanically, it's not necessarily... Ha- like, the, o- the only way that it really affects things mechanically is that the add-ons never talk. They are mm. not characters in themselves, so they are not story important. Um But just this idea of just, What are their names?
1: They're Alpha, Omega, and Epsilon? I believe so, yes. Okay.
0: Um, Yeah, and, like, they never...
1: And the fact that they're just circles. Yeah. Like, they are just... They are fucking circles, man. Yeah, and they're, like... They're not really explained. They're just kind of accepted. Like, the first time one of them shows up, the judge is just like, oh, hey, here's an add-on. It will be useful for you in battles. And the batter's just like, oh, that's very practical. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the very... I think a lot of
0: sort of, like, the entertainment out of this game is, like, very specific choices on how to subvert the, like, you are playing a video game conceit. Because, mm. like, it is fourth wall breaking, but it's not because part of the conceit is that there is no fourth wall.
1: Yeah, like, it, it's acknowledged that you, the player, are controlling the batter and, like, that is just... Like, off the bat. The, yeah. that, that is the way the game opens. That, like, that's the nature of your relationship.
0: Dog, you are you, and this is the batter, and you are controlling him. Because this is a video game? Let's go from here.
1: Yeah. And, I, I think having that off the bat, like... Off the bat. Ha. Huh, uh, I think you said it the first time already, and I'm repeating you. Okay. Um, it, it sort of primes you to just sort of accept the surrealism of it. Yeah. But,
0: like, also, like, as you're learning the nature of the world, the fact that, like, we're working that it's a video game Mm. and we know that there's something amiss about the world. Something artificial. Like, yeah, something artificial about the world. Like, in a one sense, like, setting it up with that fourth wall breaking, they're like, we're going to subvert this because we know it's a video game, but then they, like, they double bluff. Yeah. And they sort of, like... They, like, by breaking the fourth wall like that, they lead you sort of in one direction. Like, like, listen, when people break the fourth wall, there's certain subversions we expect. Yeah, it's usually like this sort of they, nudge,
1: nudge, wink, wink, hey guys, we're all having fun sort of then, thing. But then, like, that is not the way
0: they subvert it. And just, like, watching the ways that they are, like, pulling the wool over every eye is just, like, that's entertaining. That was th- Those were good reveals, and just, like, things are not... Mm. The things that are not as they seem are not even as you thought they were going to seem. Yeah, um, and that's real good.
1: Um, the game also it uses it doesn't use a lot of terminology that you would like expect from RPG like in its mechanics. like mm-hmm. your like each character, like the batter and all of your add-ons and the boss enemies all have competences. Yeah. Which are sort of analogous to like skills or magic or whatever. But they're each sort of like personally themed, but in kind of obtuse ways in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Like the batter's ones are like vaguely baseball related. Yeah, like like save first base is your healing skill and you have like run with courage and stuff. Yeah. Um it's no verboten dunk. Uh, like I think you might have. I I didn't actually level him up all the way to get all of his skills by the end, but I think you might have some kind of special forbidden home run. Yeah, I I, I believe you do. And then like, the judge has like sclerosis. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One of your add-ons has like blurred vision and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're all sort of optically themed. Um. I, I remember it's like one of the boss was all of their competences were, like, singing techniques, like head voice? Mm. Like, you know, it it just sort of gives you, like, hey, here is this theme related to the character. I don't know if it's actually related to the character, but this is the theme that we decided to name these things with. Interpret them at your will. Like, I have arguments against line fighting,
0: but... Like, I am not particularly upset that there were line fights in this game. It
1: was super boring. The combat.
0: Well, that's what's wrong with line fighting. But, it, like. They use it. They, like. um, I think there's, like, a couple of story. There are a couple of story points that happen. During fights, yeah. During fights. Uh. It's, it's this weird thing. Like, they put them in there as part of that, like, fourth wall conceit of, like, yeah, this is a video game and we know it. Like, there's a bunch of things that, like, some fights are kind of meaningless. Mm. Some fights, like, you could do sort of a big kind of thing, but they just put a big fight. Like, this is... it It is, like, story related that there is fighting and combat in yeah, this yeah. game. So, like, you need it in there. But... Like, it is not an action game. There are, there are puzzles. It is a game about exploring and about learning. It is a story to be had. So, mm. like, they're not – they were never trying to make an interesting fight. Yeah. So, they use that opportunity like, – like, playing around with the kind of music that's used and doing the stuff with the competence. Like, in that – like, I never even put together, like, the thematicness of the, the skill names. Mm. But that is – like, that is revealing characters. Yeah. Like, even even if it is boring and not fun to play, like – there are things to be learned by what they put into them, and that's, that is that is a clever use.
1: I, I would say that, like, the random encounters in any case kind of... After a while, it became really annoying to me. I think they fall into that problem of it's like, you know, even if you're doing something to satirize that thing, you're still doing that thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, there is auto.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and ultimately it's not like... You know the game is stretched out by the combat or anything like it's not used to pad the hours of the game or whatever. It's just yeah. like it's there because you know it's it's there in this style of game. Yeah. <laughs> um, the music was a plus. Music is really good. Uh,
0: but yeah, that game is a trip. Yeah. Like, that that game is just supremely weird. And... So, I I think this is about, like, all we can say without going is, like, more of the story. Because, like, it it tells a story. And even when it finishes telling a story, I think there are, like, things that it still has not stated about the world. And there are still things. It does a good job of, like giving you enough clues that you can piece together more without ever explicitly stating them. Like mm-hmm. it's just like shockingly well-written in that sense. Yeah. Um, even though at most points it's just real weird.
1: Yeah. Um, so you should definitely play this game. It will take you a bit more time than Ib. I think I played it over the course of like four nights or something. Yeah. Um, just a couple hours at a time. Uh By the time you get to the last zone, the last stretch of it, and you'll probably know when that is, you should pretty much commit to doing that. Um, Yeah. That, yeah. uh, But until that point, you know, like, if you get stuck in a puzzle on a zone or whatever, like, don't worry too much about it. Refresh your mind and come back later.
0: Yeah, like, there's a couple of things, like... And there's never anything about it that's too hard. No. Sometimes it's just a matter of, like, no, stop thinking so hard and just talk to everyone.
1: Yeah. And it, it kind of does that thing like that other game. Um, what's Jonathan Blow's fucking upcoming puzzle game? Where the it's, Witness. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, all the puzzles are going to be based on this kind of thing. Like, there, there is, like, one style of puzzle in this game, which is, like, there are nine cubes, touch them in the right order, that activate a cube. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like the consistency of. Yeah. The way they they reveal the solution to them like it pretty often it's just kind of like look around the environment. Yeah. Um
0: Well, also there was a puzzle about like piecing the books back together. Yeah. Um That's a puzzle. Yeah. And even though like just like when it's done you get it, but like also when you actually read those books, it gives you a little bit more about the world. Yeah. Um a nice bit of foreshadowing.
1: Mm. Uh so yeah, Off is a game by Mortis Ghost. Uh you can get an English translation for it if you do not speak French. Uh, You can find information about that in the show notes for this episode at net. And can I just say that, like, I don't know a lot about Mortis Ghost, but he seems like a really cool dude. Um, Like, I I remember seeing some conversation he was having with a fan at some point where he said something along the lines of, like, I'm really happy that you enjoy my work, um, but, like, Please just enjoy my work, like you don't know me, and you should not idolize a stranger. Love the thing I made, please do not love me. That's pretty dope, yeah,
0: maybe he's like a dexter though
1: maybe what if he's a psycho killer? Yeah, <laughs> what if this is autobiographical? Guess, uh it's like a like a like a biography is is you know, a piece of literature that tells the story of a, a person's life, and an autobiography is, is written by that person.
0: Ah, we. Oui. Now's <laughs> <laughs> the part where we do the outro. Okay. Um, And, yeah, stick around, because I have a couple of things to say about the way off is, but... I don't want to ruin things for you because this is a pretty good game You go play. Yes.
1: Um, so go play it and then come back and listen to the end of this episode in a couple days. Yep. Uh,
0: this has been Eliku Studios Podcast. You can find our website at alikustudios.net. You can find show notes for this episode and all of our previous episodes at elikustudiosnet slash podcast.
1: You can find uh, us on Facebook or on the iTunes Music Store.
0: Or on the Zune Marketplace or on Tumblr.
1: Right. Facebook or Tumblr. And, iTunes or Zune.
0: And Twitter.
1: On Twitter as well. Basically Twitter.com slash EliteCoup. Listen,
0: you're going to get yourself some Google and you're going to put in elite Coup and we're going to be like the first three pages that yeah, come on. Yeah,
1: and like any of the things you hit are going to link to all the other things that are us too. So like, do the work. You found the... Like you're listening to this. You know about internet. You know about podcast. You probably like have a social presence. Monetize it. Maybe maybe
0: a friend showed this to you. If they didn't,
1: maybe you should show this to a friend. Yeah. You know, you got somebody who
0: likes games? We talk about games. We talk about games you can just play and that are worth playing.
1: And look, if you have friends, you obviously like friends. We're friends. Dude, we are such friends. You can have your friends listen to us. We're friends, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is going to be so friendly. <laughs> going to have that Uh... You can also always send us feedback, podcast at net if you still
1: use the email. Um, what's the other thing? Uh, Don't subscribe to us in Google Reader, because that ain't a thing anymore. No. However, if you did a checkout, you can move your stuff over to the old reader, Hooray. which is a fantastic thing that I'm using now. The old reader? The old reader. All right. They just moved all of their data to a new location or oh. something. It was down for a couple of days, I think. But when you went to the site, it was just like, hey, look, I'm sorry. We know this is kind of rough. Every time you refresh the page, there will be a new picture of a cat here. <laughs> it's the internet. Burp, burp, burp. But aside from that, like, it's a decent RSS reader.
0: All right. Sounds
1: pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know why I'm plugging it, but I did. Subscribe to us in the old reader. Give me five bucks, please, the old reader. <laughs> Man, if we could get sponsors... <laughs> Podcast sponsored by an RSS reader seems a little inside baseball. Listen, man. Yeah?
0: This is how popularity works. <laughs> no, there's another thing I'm supposed to do for the outro. When you're at uh, I hope you like Disjointed. You need to put these puzzle pieces together. It's like the movie Clue. We're not going to tell you what ending we shift to what theater. That's so dope. It was like that, um... Did you mean Memento? Nope. I meant clue. Did you mean primer? The one of the like Monty Python dudes, I think, put out a, a record, a vinyl record album. Yeah. But it ha- it was like each side was a double spiral, but it never said like had a track listing on the sleeve. So like you and your friend could listen to it and have completely different listening experiences. Weird. Because they're just two totally separate tracks per side, and that's
1: awesome. That's a lot of media on a disc. That's four tracks. Yeah. That's four I mean, not like four tracks, but wow! Do you think that whole track thing relates to like the physical track on the disc? Do you think that's where that word came from? Probably. It's probably also where tracking comes from. Weird. Yeah. Even when we moved over to magnetic tape,
0: they still kept track. Yep. Huh? Because you want to be in the middle of the track. That's what the track is for. Sure. Yeah.
1: Anyway, while you're at Aliku Studios, after you've put this outro together like a puzzle, we got like comics, we got
0: games. I did a little bit of soul searching the other day when I had too much coffee and too much time and like, I need to, I think I need to double down my efforts into like level modeling and creating spaces. Hmm. So i realized at one point, like I made like a show reel of levels I created for UT. Yeah. And I got like a bunch of levels that I made for Neotokes, Yeah. So like Wait I should just keep doing that because apparently that's something I could just do. Although, also now, apparently I'm going to make Formula D tracks, so give me, like, a month and a half, and maybe that'll be up. All right.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, shit, if this sort of thing just kind of comes to you, like, if you just do it, do it. It it was
0: this weird thing, like, I was sitting there doing, like, what am, like, I'm unskilled because I don't feel passionate about anything. It's just like, well, what am I just driven to do? And I think it's to make spaces. Okay. Like, like... That... That's an interesting realization. It was... Re- I There was, like, 22 goddamn tweets during the course of
1: when I figured that out. I saw that little freak out. Yeah. And, like, I'm not gonna lie. I looked at it, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty heavy. Yeah.
0: It's a little heavy. My bad friend. <laughs> nah. Okay. Um... Yeah. So, uh... Join us after the music if you have already played off and want to hear a little bit of talk about it. Uh, If not, enjoy this outro music. And remember, until next time, uh, give credit. Credit is 25% per play.
1: So, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm glad you stuck around with us. Unless you haven't played off yet and you're just here to get, like, on the easy track to knowing all the secrets of the universe.
0: Oh, the secrets of the universe.
1: In which case, get out of here, weird beard. All right.
0: So, we're talking about how it's an artificial world. It is a created world. And this is no holds barred. Like, it's pretty explicit that Hugo is a creator, right? Yeah. Okay,
1: um like, like, okay,
0: so that, I think that's sort of the starting point is the, uh, there was a mistranslation.:
1: Yeah, my my initial reaction to the ending of the game was kind of just like horror and disgust, hmm. um, because the the final two one of them's a boss fight, um, and one of them is just kind of like a massacre. like infanticide, um, so you fight the queen and then Hugo. Who is the sickly child that you've been seeing after each zone? Yep. Um and like you you kill these people. Um and then the judge says something about like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why did you think that you could just do this? Like, I know this is a video game, but that was like a wife and a child. And the queen says something about the the mistranslated line the queen has is about. The batter and the queen creating Hugo. It it, it is. Uh,
0: what is it? It uh, the problem is that it was translated as uh, the sun that we brought into the world, but the actual line is the sun that, that brought, brought us, us into it, the world.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um. So it should have been revealed at that point that Hugo is your creator and, assumedly, the creator of the zones for whatever reason. Mm. Um. Okay. So. After learning that, my reaction was, kind of relief, because, I don't know, destroying your creator? More justified than killing your son, I guess, in my mind. And then I didn't think about it very much. (laughs) Well, okay, so,
0: like, I was sort of surprised that, uh, like, that line, when she said it, Mm. confused the heck out of me, because, like, everything I had seen was already leading me to this idea that Hugo was a creator. Mm. Um... Like when you look at the, the when you look at the fact that everything looks like pencil scribbles, yeah, um when you look at there's a whole segment where like you meet the bosses again, and- but they're in like a pencil scribbled crayon drawing world,
1: yeah, and they're they're sort of like nonviolent like jovial imaginary friend type characters, yeah, um what are they called like the tall mister, the fat mister? And the and the horror bird cat, mister <laughs> yeah, basically, um
0: but so, okay, so there's this idea that Hugo is the creator, mm. um also just like the way like Hugo. Like, as, uh, after The Zone, we see Hugo, mm. and we see that Hugo is seeing things. Yeah. Like, he is commenting, like, oh, no, he has been killed. The big mister is gone now. The batter, these things are happening. Oh, no. Yeah. So he clearly has vision, and then we slowly see more, and it's more thematic that he also created. Mm. Um, There is the comic. Yeah. Which, that's a real good segment. With, that was with weird. The, the boxer. Yeah. The boxer and ball man.
1: Yeah. Um. Like I, do you actually play a small beat up in that section? Did that happen?: No, okay. it's it's like a you get
0: one-hit KOs on just masses of clones of the ballman. Yeah, um, So, uh, what is the way to,
1: what does the batter do? All game destroys things. More specific. he purifies spirits combine those he destroys spirits
0: yes he kills ghosts yes the batter kills ghosts for the entire game yes the fight with hugo the batter is killing a ghost you think so that's my take on it i (laughs) the batter has a mission to destroy ghosts he does that the entire goddamn game
1: Okay. You want me to keep going? See, that, that sort of plays into, I think that might play into my initial reaction with the switch after that fight, mm-hmm. um, which immediately gave me a euthanasia vibe. Yeah. Um, like combined with, you know, Hugo's apparent sickliness and the fact that he seemed to be confined in that house. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it kind of seemed like, you know, if, if Hugo is a ghost then, then destroying them, him, it, it made more sense in, in this little narrative here. Like if the batter was Hugo's creator, Mm -hmm. like if Hugo was the batter and the queen's son. And it seemed like his mission was to purge from his own mind, like, the memories of his child and the childishness of the world that yeah. he had with him.
0: So then at that point, it becomes like a self-cleansing thing. Yeah. Which, in a way, leads like, the alternate ending uh, fight as the judge where yeah. the batter is a monster. Like, yeah. he is cleansing from himself... Everything that made him not a monster. Yeah, that's a cool way to look at it.
1: Um, but with it, like explicitly saying that Hugo created the batter and the queen, that I suppose isn't really valid.
0: Yeah, um, it's a cool way of looking at it. I like that. Gotta use that for something else. Um, like every like, I don't know if it was more because of that, but everyone saw batter and queen as. Like, a husband as and As a couple, yeah. Yeah. Like, I could see them as a as a pair, not as, like, they were once a romantic couple, mm. but just looking at them yeah, as, like, they, they are even They tiers. are counterparts in some yes, way. Yes, they are like, counterparts.
1: When, like, you know, in, in the fight with the queen, she has her own options. Yeah. And, like, when video games do that sort of thing, like, now you have to fight something that fights on your own terms. Jehudi and Anubis. Yeah, like.
0: Like, that whole game is about be- becoming a match for Anubis.
1: Yeah. That game's so goddamn good. Like, that that's always a really powerful statement, I think, because, like, a large part of... Let's get meta for a second. Like, all right, let's do it. Like, a large part of what defines a character in a video game is, like, what you do and how you do it. Mm. Like, you know, like you were saying, like, what does the batter do all game? He kills ghosts. Yep. Um, like, how does he do it? He fights them. He has add-ons. Yep. Um, and, you know, when you, you see somebody else who has those same, like, that same capacity, like, oh, it's another person with add-ons. Like, it sort mm-hmm. of immediately implies that, like, this is a person with the same sort of agency as you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. as that character. Yeah. Um...
0: Like, uh, video games, or, you know, some people say that they are always power fantasies. Mm. So, you know, somebody who is a match for the player is, like, sort of a mirror of the player. Like, those are going to be the most powerful people in the game.
1: What what was the point I was moving to? I don't think I had one. Okay. Um, But you were saying...
0: Uh, So, they're they're sort of the counter-forces. They were created by Hugo. Yeah. Uh... Like it's in the void, like the void, the darkness, like the eternal hereafter. Sure. Or, or if you want to, like, there's some some Christian some symbolism in this game. There,
1: there are a lot of like references to demons and saints.
0: Yes, and and, and like especially like the fact that all the bats are named after saints. So that I think that is very like a very specific thing. Mm. Like. It's the kind of thing that I only know because I have a history with like Christian culture. Is that a cool thing to say?
1: Sure. You um, could Just say like Catholicism. Sure. <laughs> uh, Nipponism. <laughs> there were a couple <coughs> bats with Japanese names, weren't there? Wasn't there a Musashi bat?
0: I don't recall.
1: I feel like there were a couple bats with Japanese names.
0: But, but like, you know, the the void is is either, like, atheist death or it's limbo or it's something Mm. like that. It's some sort of void. Um, And the fact that there are zones, especially, like, when you look at the map and the zones are all, like, in the lower right-hand corner. Like, they're not even central. Like, Mm. it it adds to this idea of, like, this is a thing that shouldn't be.
1: Yeah, the way they're just sort of points, like, in there, too. It's just, like, here's the void. Oh, Here's just some shit! Who put this shit here? Yeah, and then there's that, and that, and that. Like, they look out of place.
0: (laughs) And, like, the
1: room. Mm. Like, the room is
0: just... The room is interesting, because, like, the room is sort of the realest thing.
1: But it, it changes every time you pass through it.
0: Well, also, and it has, like, that... Video game thing where it's got the three save slots For like the three different segments of it Yeah, Which was real dope um, But like the room Tells like the story Of what happened mm. Like cause the room Like did you get that that was a hospital Cause
1: that's what I saw Right uh, I Okay I don't know if I specifically thought of it as a hospital. I I want to see the room again, I think. Okay.
0: Um like I'm not enti- I'm not entirely sure what made me think hospital. I think it was like it was like room, it was things about sterile, it was th- there was there was something about it but I just got divided by like okay, this room is a hospital room. Mm. Um, which like I definitely take it like that is where Hugo spent his last days. Like uh you know I, I think it's something about, like, the voiceover as you enter each, like, segment of the room, and part of it is talking about, like, doctors and visitors and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah. And just about being sick and wanting to go outside. Definitely. Um, um
1: I I got more of, like, a, like, an at-home thing, though. Like, he was in his own home and sick. And, like, I don't know, house calls or whatever.
0: Well, I, I think part of hospital is, like, a hospital is an extremely sterile environment. Mm. It is an artificial environment. Okay. And I'm trying to think, like... Like, if you were, if you were, you know, an infant and did not have much experience in the world, and most of that was with a hospital, if you were to recreate a world, you would make it almost entirely out of things you would find at a hospital, which is, like, meat of, like, people and bodies and surgeries. It is, like, plastic of, like, bedpans and trays and stuff. It is metal of surgical tools and... Oh, fuck. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what the smoke is, but that could be, like, you know, oxygen bottles uh, and things like
1: that. He was wheezing the whole time. Like, it could be... Okay. like like vaporated medicine or whatever.
0: Okay, yeah. But like those elements, I think are like elements ah. of a hospital. <laughs> I don't know why cows. Yeah. I don't know why metal comes from cows, but let's talk about, you know, um but so like the going back to the queen and the batter as counterpoints like if a young child dies. And, and mm. so okay, so you know, there's this idea that ghosts are when a spirit like, is unfulfilled, refuses to leave the world. Yeah. So that's what the queen is, and what, the like, the queen is a mother figure. They talk specifically about how, mm-hmm. like, she made the world for him. Yeah. Like, so he made someone who would make more of a world for him. He wanted somebody who would... Care for him. Keep a space for him so that he could stay here, have a place to stay. He mm-hmm. did not want to go. Whereas um, the batter is, like, his, like almost, like, his sense of cosmically knowing what's right about, like, yeah. no, I am dead, I must pass on, so... But, like, he doesn't want to admit to that, which is why the comic is there, because the bad guy in the comic was a batter so he created a bad guy, and his mind was like, okay, this is what a bad guy is, I don't want this thing, I know it has to happen, which is why the batter has to exist. Yeah. Um and like the two biggest things of like I don't want to go into the great beyond and I can't stay here are like the two strongest forces in a dying infant's mind and that's why they are like the top tier characters in this world
1: I am seriously coming around to your interpretation here right
0: yeah um uh which brings me to Zachary yeah I think Zachary is Hugo's dad yeah. Yeah. He he has a peculiar knowledge. Okay. He is most blatant about how the world works. Yeah. Um, during the room, there is a reference to the man who brought him the comic book, and I think that was supposed mm. to be his dad. Zachary brings you stuff. Zachary is the shop. Zachary is the guy you get stuff from. Mm. Like, that's my... It's either that or Zachary's God. Because Zachary is helping the battered in order to maintain, like, cosmic balance or whatever. Mm. And, like, there's a a specific point where, like, he, like, challenges you to a race to the next section, and then when you get there, he's like, ah, it's okay, I was programmed to be here anyway. And he's just a real smart ass about, like, like... Like, it's subverting it by saying, like, like, I'm here because it's a video game, when actually what he's, like, saying is that, like, no, I'm here because I am outside the boundaries of this artificial world. Like, he... Zachary is some sort of... Also, like, Zachary wears a mask. Yes, he does. To hide whatever he is, In some point, because, like, he cannot show his true form in this world, maybe?
1: I I have heard that Word of God from Mr. Ghost is that Zachary is human. Okay. Um as opposed to the batter and the queen and all of the I don't even know what they're like called, the inhabitants. The, the residents. Yeah. I believe is
0: just how they're referenced.
1: Um for whatever significance that has. Yeah. Um
0: He has hair.
1: Yeah. Um But I, I also know that there, do you know anything about the the secret boss, Sucre?
0: I was going to go back <laughs> Who I'm just and... going
1: to call Sugar from now on, so I don't have to try to keep doing a stupid accent that I'm sure is bad. Yep. Um,
0: I don't know too much about it, except that Sugar is the fifth secret element of the world. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's treated as a drug you know, she's an extra boss, so she's something else that's, I guess, considered bad mm-hmm. by something, even though everyone, you know, likes it and is addicted to it, and is, like, the only source of food is the only thing that keeps you going, in that sense?
1: Well, the the sugar in that world is also made from, like, burnt bodies. Yeah. Um, There's also that part of it, I guess. But <clears> from <throat> what I understand, um, there is a fairly long conversation with Zachary after beating that boss. Really? Um, and it, it's... Very revealing about him. I'm not sure specifically what because I haven't. I've, I've tried not to look it up.
0: Yeah, like I didn't look anything up for this podcast because um, I want to go back and play that. Final the one boss. thing
1: that I specifically know <laughs> is that it's like the one time that he does not giggle when he talks to you.
0: Really? Oh, <laughs> the, uh, if it will explain why he is masquerading as a judge for a while.
1: Uh, no, the judge's brother.
0: Oh, is... I thought he was wearing a mask of the
1: judge. No, I think it's the judge's brother.
0: Huh. Does he start wearing it? After oh, no. The fi- he
1: might be filling in for the judge since the judge is like
0: sitting on that rooftop on that being roof. real fucking sad. Just, being the saddest goddamn story. Just so sad. Like apparently, like apparently when you go back to that zone after you clear it, like you just see him up there. He's just like, I'm just going to sit here and wait for my brother. It's been a long time since I've seen him. He's a good guy.
1: I didn't even realize that you could go back and revisit zones when I played through.
0: I I kind of, like, realized, like, oh, yeah, I probably could, but I want to get to the end. Yeah. Like, that's, by going back through is how you get that boss, basically. Like, there are new puzzles to solve,
1: actually. I should re-explore that game.
0: Yeah. I should at least go see what the interactions with Sugar and Zachary after it are like. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, Zachary's kind of, like, the only thing that I didn't really have an explanation for. I guess yeah. that might help with that. Um but just something like, like like he's clearly somebody who is not bound by this world. He is yeah. not original to this world. So the places you come from are like something else cosmic, like God or something, or he or is some sort of human. Or something very real, yeah. And again, he's helping the batter, so his sense of judgment is that Hugo needs to go. Yeah. Because if he's beyond, he has a peculiar knowledge, so... He knows, you know, if Hugo is a ghost, if I'm right on that, he knows that Hugo is already dead and has to go, has to move on. It's probably better if Hugo moves on, so that's why he's helping where he is.
1: But on the other hand, it, like, that makes me question the judge then. Because, like, at some points, like, the judge does seem kind of tragically powerless and clueless. Like, specifically with, like not understanding what happened to his brother. Mm -hmm. Um, But at other times, like, he's the one that calls you out, like, you the player out, for just sort of, like, going through and murdering Hugo and the Queen. Yeah. So, like, he also seems like he Mm. knows about, like, the nature of the world. Like, he knows that you're... Like, he knows about you. Like, he knows about the player. Mm -hmm. But... He, it doesn't seem like he knows about the artificial nature of the world then. Yeah. Like, he, he may have been created along with it, even if he does seem to understand some things outside of it.
0: See, that's the thing. Like, I would almost say that the judge is, like, Hugo's conscience. Like, the you know, he's the judge, the idea of balance and scales and coming yeah. to a conclusion, coming to a, a, you know, a judgment. Yeah. And, you know, like, he sort of helps bring the batter into play. You know, he gives him his add-on. Like, he eventually makes the batter into a equal force to the queen. Mm. But then, you know, he is clueless and helpless, so he can't really, he can't make the final decision. He just brings the forces into balance and then lets them settle themselves. Interesting. And then ultimately the batter, you know, completes his mission.
1: But then you get to... Well, unless you side with the judge and kill him, you can beat the batter.
0: That is like the non-canon ending.
1: Yeah, that is the special ending. Yeah, so... Um, Hmm. Which I guess would just sort of perpetuate that world without Hugo or the Queen or any of the Guardians in it.
0: So... Like that that's that alternate ending makes for some interesting things like the the batter is like a big old like pointy nose monster yeah. in that like claws and teeth and shit yeah like do you if we were going to say that that the ending you choose is the actual ending then like do you think everyone in the world sees the batter as that for the duration of the game I do not think so okay it's, it's like one of those ways to take it that would make it weird, but
1: yeah, yeah. that also takes too much. Like,
0: that—that that is not the simpler answer.
1: I mean, there are a couple things that would support that. Like, I think Dedan, uh, Dedan, De- Dedan, Dedan, yeah. Um, like, he initially addresses you as if you were just, like, a particularly rowdy spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just kind of, like, one thing, and I think there would be more of a reaction if you looked like a fucking horror wolf man the entire time.
0: Yeah. So, like, p- p- uh, part of this is the nature of the residents, mm. because they could either be just... They could be synthetic, or the fact that the there are... Re- like, almost all the random encounters are just ghosts. Yeah. Which, I would think that those are, like, lesser spirits. So, like, you know... Other, like, real ass people who died and became ghosts, but did not have the, the strength to go on, like Hugo had. Hugo had enough that he could create people who mm. create things. But, like, these are just, like, with, when a thing is created, the ghosts come here, and that is why they just randomly attack, as Yeah. You know. The thing that I don't know they is. They would have if just
1: been in the void, but instead they grad, they you they know. They coalesced here, yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if the residents because are, at like. Least,
1: eh, it's something.
0: Like, what if the residents are, like, the spirits who got there? And then just like adapted to the world. I don't know if that's it or if they are also just like creations in order to run the world. Yeah, which I mean they probably makes more sense.
1: They they kind of seem to just exist in service of the weird machinery yeah. of the world.
0: <laughs> the weird machinery, geez. That zone four felt very Metal Gear Two.
1: Yeah. Did I'll, the truck start to move? That wasn't Metal Oh, that uh, was Metal Gear Two. Solid two. Okay.
0: Big shell. It <laughs> was a big... big shell. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Dang. Yeah, I, don't, I like that. Like that seems to make the most things fit to me, and that
1: we did both grad like gravitate towards uh, a medical yeah thing in some way. Um. Ah, uh, this makes me want to replay off again, though. Yeah, like just. Just go and do it again.
0: Yeah. And it's, like... That's the thing. Like, you get to all of this by the end. Like, you're slowly introduced to these things. And they're... At first, they're just real weird. And it takes a long time to see how they actually kind of fit a pattern. Like, mm. I don't know if anybody else has taken on this, like, the four elements of a yeah, that stance.
1: Yeah, that... That's really strong, I think. Like, that's...
2: Okay.
1: Um... And especially if you think about like you know if you're on if you're in a hospital like if you're in intensive care of some way, you're on a managed diet, sugar is forbidden to you, you know, mm. oh yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> even
0: that, but like somebody could sneak you in and something real tasty will keep you going,
1: but it might be bad for you,
0: apparently somebody uh, there was some study that was just done that it was like the effects of sugar on the human system are closer to like what we would normally consider with, like a narcotic or like an opiate mm. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it it is close to just like a straight drug. Like it is it is very like directly gives a, a bliss reaction or whatever.
1: Mm. Well it it I would say it's
0: <coughs> But not in the way that just like this tastes good. It's like it's a fucking drug.
1: I mean in in the sense of it's like your body is accomplishing one of the things it just needs to do. It's like Whew, got some calories, alright. <clears throat> Kick
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember if there was anything else. Like the the nature of Zachary, I'm still not clear on. Yeah, I kind of like the idea that he's his dad. I don't know why. Um, I, I think more because of that, like the, I, the dude who brings stuff.
1: I mean, it. I don't see so much to support that. Like, I, yeah. I.
0: But you know, I don't see much to support anything. But now I gotta yeah. go check that other thing. If that. I would have been way more into seeing that boss fight if I knew that the nature of Zachary was revealed. Um,
1: I mean, obviously not like...
0: Not explicitly,
1: but... Yeah. Yeah. But something to chew on regarding Zachary is there. Yeah. You know what I think? What? I think he wants the batter's dick. I think he wants to bone down on the batter. I'm going to go on Tumblr.
0: Yeah, that's hard. Cause you can't even do like the batter's bad because that just makes you sound stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he wants to be. You
0: just still could though. I mean, you already sound stupid, so you might as well double
1: down. <laughs> double down. He was really cute when he had that cat mask and started saying "nyah" all the time. I, he was
0: like a real asshole when he was doing that. Like that was like the most like. Yeah, I, I don't. I still don't know why he did that. It's just like.
1: Hey, little shit, this is kind of creepy, isn't it? Mow
0: Especially because there were, like, at some point the batter is just, like, that's not even, like, doing anything. Just knock it off. And he's like, nah. <laughs> I'm
1: going to keep doing it. Meow. And
0: there was, like, after he puts that mask on, there is a point later when he takes it off. Yeah. Like, he is not just wearing that through the end of the game. Like, that is not just a character. Yeah, shift. at
1: some point he just says, like, yeah, I'm tired of this.
0: Well, like, I think it has to do with, like, the places you see him at. Mm. Like, you can go back to Zone Zero, and he's there without the mask, and that's, like, a place where you buy secret end-of-the-game or special boss necessary components. Is it? Yeah. Oh. There's, like, like a a pure piece of each element. Oh. Um, And I forget exactly what it is, but I think, like, I think you need all of those in order to access the super secret ending what if you was, have all of them
1: in your possession. What was the purpose of the music box, now that I'm remembering things?
0: You could trade it to him for, like, the answer to a puzzle. Oh, okay. I think I solved it and kept it and it didn't do anything?
1: Yeah, I think I did the same. Like, I don't think I ever explicitly did anything with the music box, aside from get kind of sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right, the music box. See, and that could have been something from his mother, which is why, like, the queen has, like, lyrically named, like, skills and stuff. Yeah. I got a very definite harp five off of her,
2: her options, yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, now what do we say?
0: We don't say anything. We just turn it off.